0: I'm not just happy, I'm HAPOW!
1: This is Power Up Life, the
0: podcast. I'm your host, Gianna Lucas, co-founder and CEO at HAPOW, the social enterprise that powers this podcast. We help you slay life in high school, uni and beyond. Each week on the show, you'll learn epic life skills in a super chill way, hear from well-known legends as they reveal their biggest setbacks and milestones to date, and you'll find out what our Her Power Squad think about a whole stack of topics too. From epic challenges to super raw moments, this show has it all. So let's
1: power up
0: life! ever been on a private jet? I sure haven't, but this week's guest of Power Up Life has and she says it's amazing. She had what some may call the dream job. Travelling the world, meeting celebs and influencers as a social media manager and more for one of the world's most iconic self-tanning brands, Bondi Sands. Molly Jane has one huge story to tell. On paper, she's lived a pretty glad life, but she's been through a lot and all of it has made her one resilient boss babe on a mission to help other women live a life that's true to them. One of Molly's biggest achievements was back in April, 2019, when she launched Bloom, a meditation and sleep app alongside one of her besties, Chloe Zepp. Their app is helping thousands of women of all ages, myself included, to be more mindful. But this is just one chapter in Molly's story. So in this app, Molly and I chat about her journey with mental health, which started back in high school, to her high-flying job at Bondi Sands, her self-help journey, how she launched her own app, her honest advice for youth, and loads more. So let's power up life. And she's with me right now. Welcome to the show, Molly.
1: Hello, thank you so much for having me. I am excited to be here.
0: Now, Molly, you are a breath of fresh air and I know no one can see you right now, but you are just full of positivity and bubbliness. I absolutely love talking with you. And I know that there's a huge story behind your success, you know, in 2020 that you've experienced and you've been so vulnerable and open about that in many interviews that you've done, um, whether it be print or podcast, you name it. And of course, the amazing app that you've created as well, is just so awesome. He's doing so much good in the community. So I firstly love to ask, let's go way back in time, like back into, say, teenage Molly. What was life like for you in high school?
1: High school was something that I wouldn't want to go back to. However, I wouldn't change it because I still believe that it did shape me into everything shapes you into the people that you turn out to be so high school for me was I didn't really have heaps and heaps of friends but I wasn't like I was still kind of popular I guess you could say but I didn't I didn't hang out with the popular people because already then like I knew that they weren't my type of people and I was so authentic to myself there that I just didn't want to start hanging out with people just because I thought I should. So I kind of kept to myself. I had like one or two friends. I did get bullied a lot from the older girls. And, you know, that was difficult because I was never a mean person. I was never mean spirited. I was never mean to anybody, but I just think I was maybe an easy target. And
0: why do you think you're an easy target?
1: I don't know. Like, I'm not saying jealousy in a way where it's like they were jealous because of this and that, but Mm -hmm. like maybe they were just jealous of my spirit. Mm -hmm. Because you are
0: so positive.
1: Yeah. And I, um, yeah. And I just, yeah, I, I had like this, I always just knew from a young age there was going to be something more of me. And I just never wanted to settle. And even in the school I was at or the, you know, the town I grew up in. So I don't know whether just that kind of aura was what they were a little bit jealous of. Um, But I was wise enough to know that it had nothing to do with me and it was all to do with them. So that kind of was high school. At high school, I also did get an eating disorder and I also, like I had chronic fatigue for a little bit there. And in hindsight now, I look back at that and I think that was just a really big bout of depression to be honest you know when you're sick and the doctors are like let's call it chronic fatigue because they can't really put their finger on it i just think my body was so depressed and
0: it was flatlining like it was you just felt like you were you were existing but you weren't feeling energized by the world that you were in and the environment that you were in
1: correct and i think and i and i think that would be a challenge for so many young men and women now at school because like I knew this structured life at school learning these things that I was meant to be learning but in my gut it truly didn't feel right like I, I knew there was so much more to what I was being shown in that moment and I think as, as a result of that like I also did maybe try and you know, fit in with a couple of other people and change a little bit. And I was really exploring like who I was and I wasn't really being fully myself. So as a result, I think I did get quite depressed. Mm. And then the eating disorder as well.
0: Because Do you think because of the depression you just...
1: I think looking back now, I say that it was one thing that I had control over Mm. during that time. And I think I just feel things so differently. Well, you know, maybe we all do feel like this, but no one's really talking about it. And we're starting to be more open about this. And I think it's so good now, but you know just going to high school like that's that's not a bad thing like you're going through the motions and everything's fine but like people who are kind of empath and spiritual like they feel like that just something's not quite right and that actually truly does affect people really energetically so maybe that did result in an eating disorder or I'm not really sure I don't I don't know yeah I did ballet as well so that was probably part of it too
0: the idea of you had to be a certain size, right? Sort of to be a ballet dancer traditionally.
1: Yeah, but I think, like, I haven't thought about this in ages because I truly am healed now. Which is wonderful. Yeah, it is wonderful. (laughs) And it is, but I I think looking back, I think it was a real true self-worth issue, that the core of everything was self-worth. I didn't value myself enough as a human to treat myself with, the utmost respect and I also didn't feel worthy of who I was in my body so I think maybe if we're going to get to the like there was obviously a whole lot of other issues but I think the core of it was self-worth and probably genetic in a way but you know it's all it's all part of the game but it is is. (laughs) it's all part of it and can I
0: just say even though you went through what you went through which would have been very very tough at the time how wonderful it is that you've been able to number one, heal yourself, get better, feel better in mind, body and spirit. And also now share your story with thousands and thousands of people. That's a gift in itself. Number one, some people never get to share their story, maybe because they just haven't come to terms with it or whatever. But you, I can see you've never seen yourself, or at least these days, you don't see yourself as a victim. You see yourself as a victor, someone that's been able to get through it. And no doubt through your story, you're going to change so many people's lives. I mean, you are already, but that's just going to continue to grow with time. And I I totally, genuinely understand where you're coming from in a number of ways, because I also was diagnosed with chronic fatigue in year 12. And if I really think about it, you know, going doing sort of a timeline backwards with my severe and chronic anxiety I had for several years in primary school. And then I worked in the media industry. I had a recording contract at 14. So I was in the media for... A number of years and that was a different experience. And then I think my body never had time to, I feel, really understand what it was going through. Even though I was a really positive person, like you, I'm, very, I'm a bit of an empath as well. I feel emotions and I sense other people's emotions as well. And I think that probably got the better of me. And I always, to be honest, felt even though I had great friends around me, yes, I did also have, um, you know, bullying and I experienced bullying. But I remember saying to my mum for a few years throughout my childhood, say, I always used to say, I feel different. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm not like the others. And I remember my mum said to me, just keep doing you. And I, and this is the, the words I've never forgotten. And now I can actually say, yes, it's so true. My mum yeah. said, it will get to a point where one day you, your friends will catch up with you in the sense yeah. that one day you'll be on the same page and you'll be able to understand and respect each other where you're at but you're just ahead of the game in in the way that you think because of your experiences and what
1: you went through
0: and that makes you unique so don't lose that and I I just I feel in
1: your story there's a bit of that as well. For sure I love that I absolutely love that and yeah when you know that's a whole nother thing to dive into with healing and diseases and stuff like that but you know it's your body talking to you in a way and yeah we just probably didn't have the tools at that age Mm. to really comprehend what was going on with our body but it was trying to tell us something it was trying to tell us that it wasn't happy so you know so that was high school but then the story doesn't end there (laughs) chapter one's done chapter two well I don't even know (laughs) (laughs) um so then I I married my high school sweetheart yeah so my we we got together when I was 17, he was 18 and yeah. At the same school, so at the same school, yeah. yeah. Because you grew up in Ballarat, right?
0: In Victoria. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. you know where that is? Yeah, so I'm I'm actually in Melbourne myself, so that's sort of near, well they say it's near, um, oh what's it called? Not the Hepburn Springs, it's like 40 minutes. Yeah, Dalsford. Dalsford, that's that's the one, yes, yeah. (laughs)
1: No, it's lovely it's a lovely little town yeah so my partner and I yeah we yeah high school sweetheart same school same town in Ballarat and we were together 14 years so that was that was lovely yeah and then yeah so that was kind of that was kind of high school and I knew I always just knew in my heart that when I finished high school I would never see anyone again
0: (laughs) except for him for 14 years
1: except for him (laughs) yeah except for him um but um yeah all my friends like I just knew I just knew they were just I was occupying space with them Mm -hmm. during this time I just knew I had other things to do and no judgments no right Mm -hmm. or wrong not Mm -hmm. me thinking I'm better or worse Mm -hmm. it was just Mm -hmm. I I've always been wise enough to understand the cycles of life and knowing that people can come in for certain reasons and um really isn't there a scene there's a saying about that
0: people come into your life for a reason or a season
1: yeah Something and like I
0: think that. there's a third one as well yeah I've forgotten I... it anyway Exactly. so you've gone through a lot in in your life and I guess of course you've created bloom but you didn't do it on your own can you tell us how that all came about because before bloom there was also bondi sands correct which obviously is a fame massively famous global company
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so okay so high level so then I went and lived in London for two years and that was awesome traveled the world did all that and when I came back um, I started working in solariums there was a solarium around the time in Port Melbourne in Melbourne And the owner of that solarium is the now owner of Bondi Sands and we became close and he basically was just like, can you do a couple of posts for me on Facebook? And I was like, okay. And then then I'm like, oh, can I start an Instagram? And he's like, what's Instagram? And like, that's where we were at. And then anyways, cut a long story short, Bondi Sands grew into the biggest, tanning brand on Instagram mm-hmm. um, and I helped with those guys and I helped build that for six years and I got to do some of the most epic stuff like I got yeah thrown flown around the world like private jets and yeah it was so so fun it was such a wonderful wonderful time and I learned so so much mm-hmm. and um, forever grateful for it and during that time I um, crossed paths with my now business partner of Bloom Chloe Zepp so she She's big on Instagram. I'm sure all the young gals listening know who Chloe's. <laughs> um, and so our paths crossed a fair bit with Bondi Sands because I would look after like the influencers and all of that. And um and then I went through a major, major life change. So um, my, I don't really get too much into this story, but my marriage broke down. This is and with your
0: childhood, sweetheart? With my, yeah,
1: after 14 years, our marriage, yeah. um, it was very unexpected and very, it was a very traumatic time for me. When and was this, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah. So it was, it was three years ago. And then for a whole year after that, we tried to make it work, but it just couldn't, there was a lot of damage done. Mm -hmm. So that was unfortunate. And then I, I learned so much in that relationship. Like I, when you grow up with someone from being a kid to an adult, I was so codependent on this human I had to like my whole world was so uprooted like I had to leave my house everything everything was so uprooted that I had to really relearn so many just coping strategies for life because he was my guide like for 14 years from child to adulthood Mm -hmm. and when that gets taken away it's just yeah it was very difficult for me but learned so much and have gone through the ringer and I've come out the other end with that. And you know, whoever my next partner is gonna be, look out. (laughs) I am on top of my
0: game. Good. And that is so awesome. I think I'm so, I know, and I understand it was obviously a very traumatic time for you, but sometimes, and I fact, an old friend of mine actually said this, like I'm talking like a fan, he's like basically an uncle, but not an uncle. And he's probably what in his eighties now. And I remember growing up, he said to me, Gianna, there's gain in pain. Yeah. And and I never forgotten that. And I'll use that line with you as well, because in that horrible suffering that you had, yeah. you've now grown out of it and you've gained so much. You've learned so much about yourself, which probably you never would have learned if you're still in no. that marriage.
1: And it's also gone to another level. And I don't think I've actually spoke. Um, have I I don't know if I've spoke about this on podcast before, but I can look back at what my partner did and like the damage that was done. And I, Don't hate him. I still am friends with him because I believe in past lives and soulmates and things like that. And I truly, truly believe that my partner and I, we were soulmates. And before we came to Earth, we had a little discussion and we knew that this was going to happen. And we were going to do this and this was going to happen. And I had the opportunity to take this opportunity and really do the self worth and self-work and grow from it to become an even more evolved soul um so I would learn the lessons that I'm meant to learn in this lifetime Mm -hmm. so to me that is in a weird weird way and not many people can understand this that is the ultimate form of unconditional love Mm -hmm. if you look at it from that perspective like he chose to do that to help me grow Mm -hmm. in another lifetime so, I I can see it from that perspective, and I believe it to my core. So, the trick is not to not to think that an ending's bad, but to respect and honor the 14 years and what was, and have mad boundaries and don't let people walk all over you. Like, still be a tough bitch, but don't. <laughs> I let to say that, That's right. yes. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> but just. You know, things don't have to be bad. Like everything is okay if you look from a higher perspective. Mm-hmm.
0: And what a blessing. Some people I think in life will never learn that. Correct. They will just go through life with bitterness, just, yeah. you know, hurting and to find the, the joy in the 14 years and just have those memories and just look forward is is incredible that you've been able to do that. And if that's something that, you know, if you're listening right now and that this is vibing with you, I hope that's a, a lesson that you're open to learning as well. It doesn't matter if it's a marriage or a friendship or, a you know, a partner of any kind, it's, it's the same thing. Sometimes that breakup and that separation can be really tough, but if you're able to see what it was and the good in it and how you've grown in that circumstance, then you're going to be much better off in moving forward in life. So thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing that. That's really good.
1: Okay. So I've gone completely off topic, but (laughs) it's back around. It'll come back. around. So I was at um, Bondi Sands and that's why I was, yeah, seeing Chloe a little bit, but then my marriage broke down. Mm -hmm. And from the self work that I did, like, I threw myself into the trenches. Like, I didn't get help from anyone, which is probably bad, but I just like doing things on my own. And, like, I any self healing or self help thing that you could do, like, I taught myself how to do it. Like, mm. from reading astrology charts to tarot cards to you see, like, just I've everything, you name it. And I just made the conscious effort to not drink, to not go out and distract myself. Like, I just, wanted to heal and be the the best version of myself that I possibly could and so as a result of that every cell in my being was different I was just different from head to toe so the way my life was I just felt like it didn't fit anymore because I was different and that came with Bondi Sands too so I started to feel I was like even though on paper this looks so good and people How many would years?
0: How many years were you there? 6
1: years. And I was on the YouTube channel like you know I was known from Molly from Bondi Sands and um so people would just think that it was like so cool and glamorous, but, yeah? Yeah, yeah, and it was, but I don't really care about that stuff. And um like it was still fun, but yeah, I just knew that I wasn't meant to be there. And from the work that I'd done on myself every cell in my being being different, I just I felt like a, a square trying to fit into a circle puzzle shape. And I just was like, "This, I'm done. So without really knowing what I was going to do, I just quit. And I was like, I'm just going to follow my intuition here. Yeah. And as a result, Chloe and I connected again. I was managing her for a little bit. I was helping her through some stuff, teaching her all that I know, all my wise wisdom <laughs> <laughs> helping me because she was really into, like, you know, the holistic and the food and the healing side of things. And we were just sharing ideas and we were vibing, and we were like, Are we soul sisters? And then, we are, <laughs> we are. And then, from that, um, yeah, she's like, I know an app guy, let's get this into an app. And I was like, we're going to do a PDF, and then yeah, and then everything that we know in our brains, all the contacts that we have met, all the people I deal with, everything that I know could be benefit to somebody else if they just um, were incorporating one or two of these things into their day to day life. I know it can make people better human beings. So that's how Bloom was born.
0: And how incredible that you didn't do it alone. You had Chloe, and Very I think. Good. That is, and I know you said earlier that before you used to do a lot of things on your own. So how, was it hard for you to work with somebody else so closely on a project? You had to re, not necessarily release, release power, but be have trust in that other person that you're all in this together and it's going to be
1: great? Yeah. No, when it comes to work, I'm happy to collaborate. That's fine. Um, when it comes to working on myself, like I won't ask for help, which is mm-hmm. bad. Like I probably need to ask for help, but- Chloe and I like we just knew it was so aligned and it was so meant to be because nothing has been hard. And I don't like people hate when I say that because you know everyone's about the grind and everything but it just felt we we just have this motto that if it's not aligned they're not a part of it or we don't we don't do it. It's as simple as that. That that is our guidance system that we have been put on this earth with. And if we just can learn to trust that a little bit more, the, where your life will end up, you just cannot even comprehend if you just follow that. So Chloe and I just kept following our intuition and we it just all falls into place as we go.
0: And I know you said it wasn't hard. You said it was easy. And I understand where you're coming from. But I reckon you still have to it's not like you <laughs> you blinked and it was there. Like I don't want to take away from the hard work that went into it.
1: No, no, and you know what? When when I say hard work, see maybe this is where it doesn't feel like work to me mm-hmm. because I live and breathe this. I get up and do kundalini yoga for two hours a day. I Easter you know is two hours like legit? Yeah. Wow. If That's... I have time. If <laughs> I have time <laughs> <laughs> that's and, the uh, ideal 19 <laughs> i've had time yeah so yeah. You know, it pretty much has been two hours a day lately awesome. but I, if not it'll be one minute like i don't care like oh it'll be something because i love kundalini yoga that much but so yeah I, did, I there still was a lot of work we had to do like we had to get all the content like filming content like hmm. huge huge amounts of work but it never felt like work to me Because you're living out your passion and your calling, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it felt easy. Like, yes, it was like sometimes I had to do things that took time, but this is my life. So it's fine.
0: Yeah, and when you're working on something that you love, it doesn't feel like work. And there's a saying there as well, but I can't remember it. But just Google it. it, You'll find it. Uh But I I do feel that because even with her power and it's been you know a couple of years in the making to get to this point and it's not like we've been going full time for two years goodness no but it's been brainstorming and branding and 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 collaborating and all that sort of stuff and yes we've had our peaks and troughs it hasn't been excellent from the get go but the one thing that we knew even when we had tough days and we still have tough days but every time we come across one we still feel at peace with it because we go it's just a bump in the road we'll get through it because we see we see the vision. We see where we're going, and all of that stuff seems so small in comparison to what is ahead. And that's what we honestly feel.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. And you can even take that and, like, people listening, like that, I don't know, is it the word analogy? I don't even know. Like, I can't remember. <laughs> but like, take what you've said and use that in day to day life as well. Like, there is going to be bumps in the road. Mm-hmm. There truly, truly is. Like, and it, no matter how much work you do on yourself, life doesn't stop throwing little curveballs at you. Like, no it's never, <laughs> ever stops. Like, I, I was even last week, I was looking in the mirror. I'm like, are we done? Like, are, are we done? Like, is this, you know, can I go back to being asleep? Because this is too much. And um, so, yeah, so there is going to be bumps in the road. But, you know, uh, that's, what, that's what Bloom... Is essentially if you can do a few, a couple of things a day for five minutes, that's it. Just continuously doing that over a longer period of time. When those bumps pop up, you have the mental clarity to realize and remember do you know what? I I know that this is just a bump and we can work through it and things will be okay. Um, But it's doing something every day that gets you into that, you know, clarity state and that grounded state that, um, that, that, helps you remember.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen, sister. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yes, queen. Anyway, <laughs> so I absolutely love that. Now, I want to ask you a question. If someone is listening right now and is going through a really shitty season, a crappy season, is feeling overwhelmed, stressed, and is listening to this and going, oh, you're such a breath of fresh air, Molly. What would you say to them, to them right now to help them, I guess, get out of that that state of mind where they feel like there's no other way. They're feeling helpless. They're feeling like what's, what's in store for me in my future. I feel
1: so lost. What would you say to them right now? I would say that I have been there when like so, so many times. And even when I have like direction of where I'm going, I still have days like that. So first and foremost, I want people to know and realize that even the people who feel like that you might look at them and think that they have it all together and everything's great. You're not alone because I literally just went dark on social media for two weeks because I was like, nah, I'm not talking to the world right now. I need to go inwards. And I had days where I would cry for the whole day. So I want people to know that no matter how much it looks like people have it together, they still have days and it's okay. So, yep. Knowing that, but then also setting yourself just small goals. Like, and I'm not talking like I'm going to meditate for 15 minutes a day. Sometimes that's too much. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you're like, I can't even sit for one minute. So if someone's feeling so, so lost, I would start really listening to your body. And, you know, if you don't feel like getting out of bed, don't get out of bed say if it gets to like the second day and you don't feel like getting out of bed or the third day you don't feel like getting out of bed that's when you have to start tapping into the resilience and trying to pull yourself out of it in some way so if you've got to that point where you're pulling yourself out of it then i recommend just five minutes five 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 minutes even if it's just setting the timer for one minute and saying one affirmation for one whole minute like i am worthy or i am energetic or whatever just look in the mirror for one minute and say that or that's one tool or start doing kundalini yoga or normal yoga or just moving your body or just like dancing for five minutes like do something that's going to get the energy moving in your body for five minutes that alone will shift something so listening to your body but then doing some sort of tool that's going to get you out of your mind and kind of into your body and just start repeating that like every day and just see after seven days how you feel and you will slowly pull yourself out of it.
0: Can I just say that was so amazing? <laughs> it was, you didn't even know that question was coming and it just, it was thrown at you and you just, you know, you got A plus. If we
1: were grading it, I'd give
0: you an A plus, 100% score. So I well done.
1: It, I'm telling you. And like, I do that too. Like, I'm just saying what I do. I When I had my down moment the other week, I was like, all right, do I want to get out of bed today? And I laid in bed till one. And then I was like, okay, Molly, are you just being lazy? now? Or do you really not want to lay in bed? And like when it got to about one o'clock, my other brain was like, You could probably get up and do something, just something. Put the air pods in and I just danced. And I know because I understand energy that by moving my body around, shaking it up, shaking out like that anger and sadness or whatever, you do feel better afterwards. You can't, it's physiologically impossible to not feel better after that. So that's what Bloom is. like. It's just all the tools that I know work. So you get on or, but you can learn it yourself as well. Like you don't, there's just, you know, there's things that you can do a couple of tools a day that, you know, if you just repeat, you you will be able to make yourself feel better in those down moments.
0: And it is about routine and taking those small steps. And if you can't look at the bigger picture, just take it one day at a time, yeah. you know, and it will make all the difference. And then you'll eventually look back and go, look how far I've come. You know, it's been oh, a month, six do. weeks,
1: you know, oh. I agree. Like I, my version of rock bottom, um, like I've, I've shared a video on my Instagram. If people want to look at it, um, that was at the bloom talks event. Like I won't get into it on here, but my version of rock bottom, like it was, I say my version of rock bottom because everybody has a different version of rock bottom. Like your goldfish might die and that might be devastating to you and that's fine. Everyone's version of rock bottom is different. And mine was, different and yeah it was just like I remember I would write in my notes okay brush your teeth today like that was one goal and if I could just tick that off like that was something and then the next day it might have been try and eat twice today just because I was so sick from the anxiety that I couldn't eat so like just small little things like that and then then when you actually get out of that and look back you're like wow Mm -hmm. and then you actually do feel like a warrior like a phoenix that rises from the ashes because you have got yourself out of this mess it's empowering and you can do it everybody can do it they truly can but also like I'm so bad to say this but you do don't be afraid to talk to people as well
0: yes let people in
1: let, let people in and
0: see what you're that. going through. Let them hear it. Even if you that if you even if you don't want them to see you, you just give them a call. Yes, it's so important because you are not
1: alone. You're not alone, but I also know how hard it is. I'm always the one preaching like. And if I had friends who felt the same, I would want them to reach out to me like. Mm-hmm. But I what has worked for me? Say if I go mia for a week and Mum's like, I know something's wrong. Like tell me. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm fine. Like. <laughs> And she's like, Molly, like you have said it on a million podcasts now. Like I know. <laughs> fine I know. is not fine. <laughs> yeah, you're, not, you're not fine. Hmm. And then um, I'm like, all right, cool. So um, I then give mum boundaries of how I want her to act. Like it might be like, no one ask me how I'm doing. Just try and show me funny things on the internet. And I know that makes me feel better. So, you know, they'll just. That's so smart.
0: But it is just not because you're still creating that connection with them, but it's not the, how are you going, Molly? It's the, you know, I'm here. That's what I need right now. It's my way of showing I love you. It's your way of showing you love me and that you care for me.
1: Yeah. Like, don't come in and like, tell me how, like, ask how I'm going or anything, or just maybe like, just bring some food and give me a reassuring wink on the way out. Like Mm -hmm. Samantha in Sex and the City with (laughs) carrots. You know, like just, a, that's all you need. Oh, no, no one can see me. No, but. it was a great wink though.
0: You you do great winks. So you did the whole mouth thing as well. It was all working very well. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so maybe reaching out to like a best friend and you can be like, do you know what? I'm really down at the moment. I don't need you to be up in my grill, but I'm just letting you know, like, and just knowing that you've got some people there and they're allowing you the space to feel what you need to feel. I feel like that's a good way to go about it. And what a good way to finish off
2: this
0: segment of the Power Up Life show. Up next, I'm going to ask you what it is that you're grateful for, big and small.
2: Want to Power Up Life? Download your free Power Pack wallpapers at com. This week, we asked you what you're looking forward to this summer. And here's what
1: you had to say.
0: This summer, I'm looking forward to being in my bathers for the first time in forever and filling the sand where most of my happiness comes from the beach. It's so relaxing and I absolutely adore the feeling when I play my ukulele sitting down watching the sunset with a soft summer breeze. It's my break from everything and the time where life just stops and I can be so chill.
2: Seeing new places that we haven't been and visiting our old favourites just because it's something that just gives me such happiness.
1: I am looking forward to the warm weather and the hot days in which I
2: could swim in the pool and also having a break and being able to spend more time with family and friends.
1: This summer, I'm so excited to be able to see my friends, whether that be watching sunsets, having picnics, going on drives or just spending time outside. I can't wait to hear what they've
2: been up to. I'm looking forward to going to the beach, hiking, and I'm going skydiving in the summer, which I am so excited about. I'm Carissa Shale, and that's this week's talk topic. Got something to share? Drop us an email, yoursay at
0: Loving this episode? Let us know. Leave us a review via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, Molly, something big that you are so grateful for because you couldn't live without it.
1: I was thinking about this the other day. I think I am so grateful for my willingness to grow in this lifetime and to do the work. I'm so grateful for that because I've like mentioned earlier that I believe in past lives and everything and I really want this to be my last life. I want to go be an angel. So, <laughs> I don't want to, I I feel like I'm so grateful to myself that I am willing to look at a challenge head on and get the most out of myself from that. I'm really grateful that I have the ability and the resilience to do that.
0: And you're certainly on your way. I mean, you're already creating a legacy for yourself. You're already changing so many lives. So you're definitely going to be an angel. That's for sure. <laughs>
1: I hope so. 100%. I say, I'm like, for people who don't know past life stuff, like they think it's so weird when I'm like, I'm not coming back. Like I am <laughs> done. And everyone's like, what? And I'm like, no, I'm I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, something small that you are grateful for. Now, this can be trivial, it can be really special. It doesn't matter what it
1: what it is. There's
0: no right or no wrong. Something small.
1: I'm grateful for the housewives on Bravo. Which, which housewives any particular yeah, one? well I do you know what I was like I'm not going to discriminate <laughs> Housewives of Beverly Hills, Housewives of New York, Housewives of New Jersey, Housewives of OC are probably my favorites. The reason why I'm How about so a Housewives grateful- of Melbourne isn't there one as well. Housewives oh, of yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, but it's probably not my favorite. But like <laughs> I I'm so grateful for them because sometimes you, you've seen my brain. You've yeah. heard my brain here today. Sometimes at the end of the day, I just need to log off. And by doing so, I do it by watching a trashy TV show. Yeah, I love it. Get enough of. Mm-hmm. I think it's so good.
0: It's like me and a couple of shows on Netflix as well, and they're the best. Like Love Is Blind, Too Hot to Handle. They're, oh, they're the best. They too are hot the
1: best. So good.
0: It is. And can I just say, strangely enough, like when I watched the promo, just side note, I was thinking, oh my goodness, what is this? And yeah. then as I started watching it, I'm like, this is actually a whole lot of life lessons in this this TV so show true. that we can all learn from.
1: I know, I know. I was actually shocked as well. And yeah, the spiritual lessons they got mm-hmm. through. Yeah, I was like, I'm all about this. Yeah, Harry and, and Francesca are still together so it's <laughs> yes. good for everyone exactly it was a happy ending <laughs> <laughs> up
0: next we're going to do the challenge I'm so excited Woo-hoo. about this one
1: you're listening to a HAPOW podcast
0: all right Molly it's time for the challenge and we're going to play with you right now rapid fire I've got Brendan hello Brendan he's coming in to adjudicate
2: hello guys
0: okay have you played rapid fire before Molly uh, no, oh, probably, but not to this extent. <laughs> Look, this is probably the most intense rapid fire you're ever going to experience. I know. All right. <laughs> You've got 30 seconds. Okay. And I've got 30 seconds too. You've got to answer as many questions as you can that Brendan is going to throw at you in the 30 seconds. If you are stumped on a question and you have no idea what to say, I'm so sorry. You just have to stick with it. You've just got to um and ah it until the 30 seconds is over. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. So you just ask me. First and Brendan.
0: then do. Yeah, so Brendan's gonna give you or me thirty seconds first. You get to choose do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course, Molly. Uh, okay, now if whoever answers the most amount of questions in the thirty seconds wins. Yay. All right. Woohoo! Okay. <laughs> okay,
2: all right. So we've got thirty seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. What is your favorite thing to do with family? Eat. What is the most important rule, your most important rule?
0: Oh, mine. Uh, um, oh, respect and, and communicate in a way that's really loving and kind.
2: And if you had a million dollars, what would you spend it on?
0: Her power, to grow the business.
2: <laughs> what is love?
0: Oh, it's it's strength. It's when you, when you appreciate someone for who they are unconditionally. Yeah, I think.
2: Yeah. If your pet could talk, what would it say?
0: I'd want her to say her power. I've actually been trying to teach her to say it, and she's not doing a good job. Time's up. <laughs> That was good. Oh, thanks, Molly. I was a little bit nervous. I'm glad I answered all, all the questions. Oh, how many did I get, Bren?
2: Five on the Five. board for you. So that's pretty that's
0: good. That's good. That's good. All right, Molly, you ready? My problem will be just saying like
2: one word. <laughs> <laughs>
0: one well, word's fine too. I did I think I did a one All All right.
2: All right, here we go, Molly. Thirty seconds on the clock and your time starts now. If you had superpowers, what would they be?
1: To go invisible.
2: What's the best thing about being a kid?
1: Uh, Not having any like attachments or expectations on yourself.
2: Who is someone in history that you'd like to be friends with? In history, so dead or, sorry. Anyone. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I want
1: want to be friends with Abraham Hicks.
2: What's the best thing about being a kid? I said that one, sorry. (laughs) What makes you happy when you're sad?
1: Kundalini yoga. Nice. Nice. Yeah,
2: that's good. Sorry. I, I lost I yeah, doubled yeah. up on the question. Yeah, there. yeah,
1: I reckon she should win
0: regardless, because this stuff's <laughs> up. <tell> it up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Might have been potential sabotage. Oh really? I don't
1: know. Who knows? All right.
2: The winner. Do we want to know the winner? Mm. Drum roll, sound effect insert. Gianna.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna give it to Molly because Brenda did a terrible job at adjudicating. Yay! <laughs> That is fun. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was absolutely awesome. Now, Molly, you did kind of win. I'm going to give you the win. And because of that, <laughs> I'm going to give you the opportunity to tell people how they can connect with you, how they can follow you and follow Bloom
1: and be in the know with the happenings around town. Yeah, cool. So my Instagram name is Molly Jane, no underscores <laughs> nothing. And on there, you will see Bloom app and there's you know, in my highlights, there's podcasts and lots of different things that we're doing. So Instagram's probably the best way to contact me at the moment, but watch this space. You never know what's going to happen.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And we look forward to chatting to you again and seeing what's next for you and Bloom.
1: Isn't Molly amazing? She's
0: such a beautiful person with a huge heart. I really, really love chatting with her about her life, the ups and downs and everything in between. She's a true inspiration. Now, did you know that season one of Power Up Life is wrapping up on Monday, the 21st of December? That means that there are only two more episodes to go for season one, just in time for the Christmas holidays. Yay! So stay tuned for these in your favorite podcast app and on our website, hapow.com. Come. loved this episode of power up life let us know by leaving us a rating and review by doing so it helps us reach even more legends just like yourself and if you'd love to be a her power advocate and contribute to our weekly talk topics and more you so can all you need to do is email us at yoursayatherpower.com Com. Don't forget to follow us on our socials. Simply search AU to follow us and stay in the know. And if you want more HAPOW, you can. All you need to do is sign up to our free life skills platform to get access to our on-demand, expert-led video masterclasses called Life Lessons, quizzes, blogs, and more. Simply visit our website, HAPOW.com. This episode of Power Up Life was produced by me, Gianna Lucas, Maria Dukadinoska and Carissa Schell for the HerPow podcast network. Hey. 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 Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Power Up Life, a HerPow podcast. If you loved this episode, be a legend and leave us a quick rating and review on your fave podcast app. Dive into the show notes for all episodes on our website, power.com forward slash podcast. Catch you next time and remember to power
1: up life.